Namaste. So, um, you see, one of the greatest mysteries, at least uh, for me, what fascinates me most is about the divine taking a human birth. And uh, there are many reasons why this fascinates. The other day I had a uh, young boy, not, not so young, but well, in 30s, who had a little um, fungal infection. And that fungal infection was enough to flare him up to that extent that, look, what is God doing out there? Uh-huh. Neither the, the medicines have side effects and God also doesn't listen. So I said, uh, I told him in Hindi, Sida Bhagwan Pohajke, Matlab, straight away, there is nothing in between. <laughs> but, anyways, so he had a point, he said, you know, he is sitting there, he is taking fun, see what's happening in India, everything, all this. So I said, who told you that he is sitting up there only and, uh, you know, just having fun to start with? So he said, no, that's what it is. I said, no, that's not how it is, at least. Had he you looked know. for him here? Yeah, I said, he is not only up above. He is also in this creation to start with and bears the brunt of all the evil and suffering and pain. Not only he is inside, but he actually takes a human form and human shape and takes upon the very body and mind the blows that humanity undergoes. So that is the mystery of the avatar. So, uh, And he has to have a state of consciousness which is beyond, transcendent. Otherwise he can't help. So I gave this example that supposing... You want to help somebody who is in the mud. And uh, if you also descend into the mud and completely are identified with it, sucked into it, soaked into it, then probably the two of you will need a third person to help you. So uh, he, there is a poise of consciousness which, we, which must be outside that which you want to help. You know, that famous Archimedes uh, lever. That, Screw. Uh, yeah. G- g- give me a space outside the earth and I, all that I need is a lever to move it. So it's, it's very true. And um, that poise is part of the plan. But that's not the only thing because it has come out of a certain thought where God is up in heaven. Where he is just enjoying. That makes it even worse. A God who enjoys all this, looking at all this, is obviously just a monster God. But he has entered into creation. So he has entered and he, rem- he remains immune. That is true. But he is the one who absorbs all the pain and evil and suffering. But from time to time, he also takes the as an avatar. Now, here comes a very catchy, tricky question, which uh, there is no clear answer. In fact, there is no answer in the scriptures, in any of the readings. But people ask this question and uh, they feel that, oh, so Shurabindu Vashri Krishna in his previous life and Lord Rama in the previous life because there is a lineage of avatars. But that's not how it works. So if you look at Sri Krishna, he says, I have had many lives. And I am conscious, but you are not conscious. Shurabindu also speaks about it, that we were working in many lives as vibhutis, but in this life, they have come as avatars. So, what is it about? Like, So, how I look at it, as I said, there is no scriptural answer. So, don't ask me for any reference. The reference is only how I have understood it or how it has been revealed to me. And of course, based on these aspects, because avatarhood is uh, something which... The only one who has really developed to the fullest is Shurabindu. Even the Gita just makes some references, the Bible makes some cryptic remarks, but it's not something which has been developed. And Shurabindu goes at great length to talk about the possibility and purpose of avatarhood, the divine work, etc. And it's a very important integral aspect of 
the integral yoga and the supramentalization which i think is hardly discussed so what happens is i understand that there is one line of plunge which is the psychic beings which are like uh, centers of concentration within the one divine and they are divine in a sense but as seeds and they have to blossom but also the divine himself also plunges into creation with his totality but focusing on one aspect or the other and therefore there are simultaneously in in as i understand it say a line of divine descent which is going to grow into the full avatarhood of shri krishna growing rather manifesting as the full avatarhood of krishna there is another line which is going to manifest in its fullness as the avatar of shri aurobindo now when we look at shri aurobindo and the mother they the mother said very interestingly the vedic rishis were also evolutionary beings but they were from the higher consciousness not from the supreme divine and they were in search of immortality that was their angle of vision buddha and avatar his angle of vision was the permanent which is beyond this transient stress of suffering and pain uh, christ that love and compassion which can heal humanity uh, when we look at shri krishna he brings freedom and delight and when we look at shurbindo he brings truth and perfection so there is and all these are aspects of the divine so there is the full divine who enters into the plunge along with these psychic beings and those psychic beings which are not psychic being but psychic essence which are meant to manifest some aspect of that he draws them associates with them from life to life and uh, mother speaks of it that uh, you all have been we all have been together when she was asked about uh, yes many previous lives before. she said we all have been together only you don't remember it just like shri krishna but i remember it and then she says something very interesting we have shared the struggle and you will share the victory so it's like from lives there is a kind of link let's say it is decided before time that also she says that this was decided before time began that means before the plunge into creation began that um, this is going to happen let's say one day there will be a perfection truth Uh, in the perfect sense in the wholeness of oh, truth is a whole not a bits and parts and there were many of us who plunged along with that these psychic um, essence is to grow into a psychic being and whereas this aspect of the divine will go through its own line of experiences except that it is conscious of the divine and it will manifest through many lives into the fullness of the full fledged perfection of truth so this is one uh, i thought i'll share because this this Good. nowhere there uh, so we see so much of the avatar in sabitri yes and his struggle its whole story he, is about the avatar and his suffering yeah the whole story is about the avatar the divine mother taking a human form is the avatar ashapati exactly. as the representative of the divine upon earth is the avatar exactly. and so i think it's a very important thing even if we take it from the spiritual scientific point of view all evolution is preceded by an evolution from the higher plane always so once it touches there is a call and a cry so it's typically like shri krishna takes a descent and he calls all those who are seeking for freedom and delight same with christ comes and he calls all those who are seeking for uh, compassion and love and charity and amongst human beings and he calls them together so shurbindo comes and calls all those who are seekers after 
truth and perfection this terrestrial life life must grow perfect and and he writes uh, all who have answered the call yes so i suppose that's all and um, i i would give a personal remembrance because it happened in front of mother uh, when ani came i brought her in 1968 to meet mother for the first time and mother looks at her and i'll never forget this moment she says This is not the first time we have met. Exactly. You have been with me many times before, many many times. That's it. So this is how uh, because it's not Sri Krishna comes as Sri Aurobindo and he was as Sri Rama. That's a different line of descent. And same, it is the same full divine. But this was the mission of the aspect of the divine that it plans to bring out this illumined satvic mind. But so it arrives at the fullness of the avatar in the persona or personality of Lord Rama. So, and uh, do you feel that Sri Aurobindo and Mother have come because there was a possibility in the earth for the transformation? Yes, and not only possibility. I mean, Sri Aurobindo gives at one place very cryptic letter that uh, Sri Krishna came early, uh, but actually it is his work that is being done because hmm. delight and freedom cannot establish. on the basis of falsehood and ignorance yes. invariably it will be haunted by pain suffering and ignorance so first truth must establish itself and here truth is not my truth and your truth and legal truth and moral truth and these truths but truth as a whole perfection implies wholeness is not a set of virtues but wholeness the totality and that's why this is logically also the last avatar because uh, after perfection there is only the such and it's a growth from yes. one degree of perfection to another so it's it's um, came it had come as a revelation and lot of people ask this question so i thought i'll share this because we are at in right uh, place in savitri but as i said please don't ask me for any references there are no scriptural references to this as far as i know it's not there in the gita shobindo has not said directly anything that you know how it happens but when we look at uh, it's very obvious